Thank you for tuning in to um, She Can Talk, the podcast. I am your host, Colleen. Um, you are tuned into season two. This is episode three, and I have with me a very special guest, DJ Sarah Kay, all the way live from Paris, France. Hey! Hello! So, uh, yes, we're going to be getting into it with um, DJ Sarah Kay today. I want to prick her brain, see how it is to be a dope female DJ, and just working her way through this industry. But before we get into that, you already know I got to break it down for y'all. She Can Talk, the podcast i am your host colleen aka gongly mc if you're looking for that music colleen eat wings if you want to see what i'm cooking or eating this week or doe underscore records that's all on instagram but if you want to keep it simple you can just go to the website doe records.com or you can just come hang out with me over here at the podcast she can talk wherever podcasts are streaming so now that i got that out the way let's get into it i got my lovely host with us well guest not host my lovely guest with us this evening dj sarah k all Hello. the way live from Paris, France. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm fine. How about you? I'm doing good. I cannot complain. It's a beautiful day. It's like the sun is shining over on this side. I know it's like six hours time difference, right? So it's like, exactly. it's probably like early evening over there. Is the sun still out or how's it, how's it over there? I'm sorry? It's, it's 6 p.m. over here. Nice. So like the sun's going down or is it already yeah. dark? It's going down nice, in the hour. Nice. How was the weather today out there? You know me. Every time I speak to you, I have to find out the weather, the time. And because it's like, to me, I just love the fact that it's a six hour difference. And I love France. You already know that. So I always I have know. to ask about it. How was the weather today? Weather was nice. We had like a, a nice uh, uh, sun. Nice. And it's cold, actually. So, you know, chilly. I can't lie. We had like a little cold front come through here yesterday. I had to put the heater on and I was like, what's going on? I'm, I'm in Florida. What's what's going on? But nonetheless, I want to get into it. I want to like jump right into it and get the people, you know, familiar with you. So I want to give a little history of how we met and why you're dear to me and why I think you're special and why I wanted to have you as a special guest on my episode, on my show. And then we'll get into some questions so we can kind of get the people familiar with you. So um, I believe it was... Thanksgiving 2018, I was invited out to France to perform. And um, the promoter at the time, which was Axel, shout out to Axel. He yes, said, um, yes, he said, um, I have a wonderful DJ that she's going to back you on your set because you're a female. I think a female DJ would be awesome. And you two, I think would pair great on stage. So I was like, okay, that'd be dope. I love female. Anything females, I get hype. You know what I'm saying? DJs, producers, dancers, rappers, singers, I get hype. Not saying I don't love the men, but you know, women empowerment, empowered women, empower women. So I was like, dope, let's set it up. Um, I saw her Instagram and I was like, very intrigued. I was like, okay. I thought you was from Detroit when I first saw your Instagram. I remember I told you that because I was like, Sarah Kay's from Detroit. Okay. This is even better. But, um, I think it was because you, um, you know, explain that to me because that kind of threw me off on your Instagram and it's like Detroit. I think it said Detroit music. Then I yeah, was like, oh, okay. So she's from Detroit. And I wonder who she knows. I wonder if she's like, you know, cool with Dylan. I'm like, who she, who does she know? in Detroit. But um, tell us about that. Like, why is that on your Instagram? Uh, I think it's um, the music that I love, actually, because I feel like a, like a girl from Detroit. And <laughs> I'm really attached to the music. Nice. JD, you know, um, everyone that I know, Slum Village, uh, Black Milk, uh, Elsa, you know, all mm -hmm. that guys, shout out to them, actually. Yeah. And I love the music, so I, I thought it was interesting to mention that I like Detroit music. So that's so dope. So that got me hyped because I do I too, 
You know, I told you how we share mutual love for Black Milk and his music and right. production. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh, she's from Detroit. It's hype. But she's from Paris, France. So when I <laughs> looked a little further, I was like, wait a minute, she's from Paris, France. This is even better. So I was like, maybe she'd be in Detroit. I don't know. I was just excited. Then when we met, literally the day I met you, Sarah, was the day we were performing, right? So right. it was like, I landed in France. The next day we did like a sound check or two. And then that night we performed. So for us to meet the first day, I instantly, instantly was like, I love this girl because it wasn't, you know, chemistry is not good as a performer with um, DJs all the time, I will say. It's okay. hit or miss. It's hit or miss. Like you can say like, hey, DJ, I'm just going to keep it simple. Just play the beat. You don't even have to scratch it or anything. Just play it and I'll perform. And then next you know, you have them like going off and it's not a problem, but it's like, ah, it's throwing me off. You know, like sometimes the chemistry with a DJ and a, a performer can be off especially if you didn't practice together right so right. i was a little nervous like oh my god we didn't practice but we ran through that soundtrack sound check and it was awesome so i'm looking forward to this needless to say the show was awesome we killed right. it killed it i <laughs> felt like i was on stage with a dj that i've been rocking with for 10 years messing around with dj sarah k i was like yes this is so dope and honestly ever since then i've been like i feel like i speak to you at least once a week <laughs> ever since then um okay. you're one of my dear friends i you know we talk about music we talk about life we just talk about being women in the industry on a regular basis you're like if, if i haven't told you before and i'm pretty sure i have you're one of my biggest support systems for like being a woman in this industry we talk a lot we share a lot of um you know just ups and downs common you know just a lot uncommon and right. um so i was like you know sarah's gonna be a dope you know person to have on my show because um she has great insight just a beautiful spirit natural positive energy and i just want to share that with the world so you know thank you once again sarah and you know she can talk people y'all always know i'll get into it at least five ten minutes before i jump into the interview <laughs> but i wanted to like really let y'all know why i love sarah and why i wanted to have on the show y'all so thank you we're gonna get into it. of course thank you for coming because i know like the time difference and everything we had to like really coordinate this so thank right. you for, for carving out some time for me today. I appreciate it. So now let's get to the questions because I know everybody's going to be like, <clears throat> okay, Sarah's from France. She DJs. All right. What else? Let's get into <laughs> it. So um, I want to start with the questions. My first one, um, which is people want to know, are you originally from France? If not, where are you from? And right now, are you located in France or where, where are you currently located? Yeah, so actually I, I was born and raised in Paris, France, mm -hmm. and I live in France. So, you know, I'm, I'm moving all the time, but yeah, I live in, I live in Paris. Nice, nice. World traveler. Let me tell yeah. you, check out her Instagram, Traveling world traveler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Okay. And where is your, so um, your heritage, are you just French or? I'm from Morocco, from my mother, and Iran, from my father. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And, and you do have a, you have a Muslim religion. You right. You exactly. A, right. You, am I saying that correctly? You are a Muslim. That's basically what I want to say. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And you know, that's one thing. And the reason why I just kind of wanted to dig into that, because, you know, I love your culture and I love how you, you know, like the foods you cook, you share pictures with me all the time of, you know, the foods you cook, your tradition. You know, I think you said Ramadan's coming up soon. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was last year. Well, not last year, because I, I honestly don't remember 2020 because it was like a blur <laughs> with everything. But um, I might, it might have been last year. If not, I know for sure 2019. I almost felt like I went through Ramadan with you 
because it was yeah, like yeah, some yeah, days yeah. where you like you couldn't eat for, before certain times and you couldn't talk, you know, on the phone at certain times. And, you know, so I was just like caught in my time. Like, I got to talk to Sarah. OK, did you eat <laughs> eat before it gets late? You know, and I kind of felt like I was in it with you. So thank you for um, allowing me into your culture and learn a little bit because it's very enlightened, enlightened, insightful. And I've learned a great deal and I love your culture. So I just wanted to share that with people because, you know, it's one thing to just be like, oh, I'm from France, like I'm from the Bronx, but we're culture, we're more culture than that. You know, like exactly. I'm Jamaican, like I'm Moroccan. You. Yeah, you know, so I wanted to let the people know about that. And I think it's dope. So, yeah. um, okay, so my next question is, how did you become interested in DJing? Actually, when I was able to go out on parties, mm -hmm. um, I used to go on parties just to watch DJ speeding, you know? Okay. I wasn't dancing on, and you know, my friend would say, okay, so let's go dancing. I was like, no, I want to, I want to see how people do this mixing, you know, this nice. mixing between songs and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we, we had the beginning of mixtapes. I don't know if you remember mixtapes at the beginning, yeah. it was like, you have cassettes, you have CDs and all that stuff. And yeah, I would be you know I'm from the Bronx. So, you know, I know about the mixtapes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we uh -huh. had the same, you know, the same, uh, at the same time, we had the same stuff. And here in France, we had like mixtapes, uh, DJs uh, becoming uh, bigger and bigger. And I used to buy them and listen to them. And I was like, I want to do the same thing. I want to, I want to mix all that stuff together because I love it. You know, nice. it's, it, for me, it was like magic. You, you, you see what I mean? Yes. So I can totally relate. Um, so let me ask you, did you, were you self-taught with DJing or like, cause I know when you watch someone's DJ, DJing and spinning, you can pick up from, I'm a visual learner as well. So I can watch as well and kind of pick up. Is that how you learned to DJ or did you actually like go through a training or did you, did someone teach you? How did you ultimately um, say, Hey, you know actually, what? I want to start DJing. I had, it, I had a friend, he was a DJ and mm -hmm. He took a piece of paper and said, okay, how to DJ? And then he wrote everything down. Really? And he said, this is, a, this is like the, 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 the instructions for you. So he gave it to me and he said, okay, you're going to be in my room. I have turntables and then do whatever you have to do. And I learned wow. by myself. <laughs> really? That's so dope. See, yeah. something told me to ask you that because... <laughs> I felt like it was something magical with that. That's pretty dope. So you, so your friend, just make sure I'm hearing it correctly and understand correctly. He just wrote out the instructions for you, like the basic instructions yeah. of how to DJ. And then you just kind of went in and went for self on it. And I think that's I still pretty have dope. The paper. I still have the paper at home. I have to look for it. <laughs> you should frame that. That's pretty dope. I like that story. I really like that. So let me ask you, how often do you practice? Um, when I started, um i would go every week mm -hmm. so he would leave me alone and give me i, I started with the um, vinyls mm -hmm. like real vinyls not right. uh, the serratos no 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 the like a real a real uh yeah vinyl. like the real 1200s not like uh, serratos right. yeah exactly. i got you <laughs> so i started with that it was back in 2001 mm -hmm. and and then i learned again with serato but 10 years later Okay. Did you, well, to me, and you know, I'm not a DJ, so I'm not trying to offend any DJs, but I come from the era of real vinyl, 
and 1200s, you know, the DJ spinning on 1200 techniques. So um, when, you know, a DJ or DJs started using Serratos, I was kind of like, what is, this is not DJing at first, right? But then I started to see that they would incorporate vinyl with the Serratos. So I think that's pretty dope. And then I seen where more new age DJs didn't like that. But I said, um, I felt like they did that because real DJs started out on vinyl. So right. they want to keep it true to the art form. So that to me, that's dope. So it was like, I'm not trying to bash any other DJs, like I said, but you're a real DJ because you started what? out on, you know, 1200s on real vinyl. So, you know, salute to the female DJ, Sarah <laughs> Kay. Okay. Started out on real vinyl. Okay. Right. So, yeah. I, I, you know, everyone got Serratos and I'm not taking away from the one, but real vinyl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I like that. Okay. So let me get to the next question here. Um, All right. So as challenges as a woman, you know, in the industry, you know, I know um, yeah. when it's time to like deal with different producers, different promoters and managers, you know, sometimes that communication or trying to negotiate money, negotiate pay, negotiate, you know, accommodations, you know, your writer, whatever, it can get frustrating because they'll be like, oh, you're a woman, you know, or it's just that's mm -hmm. energy I feel anyway at times. So have you had those type of challenges or what challenges have you faced? you know, as a woman in this industry, you know what I'm saying? As in a, in a, being a DJ in like a male dominated industry. I think, I think being a female DJ is a, is a good thing for us because we're um, not so many as yes. a woman. So, you know, when you go to a place and you say you're a DJ, a female DJ, the guys would be like, you're a DJ? How come you're a DJ? Yeah. Like we don't find like female DJs everywhere. So it's, it's kind of, easier for us because they want something unique you, you nice. see what i mean mm -hmm. so you have so many male djs and there's plenty of them and as women it's different because we're just a few little of you know nice so, so yeah i didn't so i didn't find anything bad or like just judging us so it's safe to say that, that it's a positive being a yeah. female dj Okay, yeah. that's good. Um, now, I, and, I, and, I, and I see what you're saying because um, I probably only know about a handful of female DJs. So you're right. Like there's not a lot of female DJs, but the handful that I do know, I will say are powerful, you know, yourself included. So even though it's not a lot of you guys, as far as female DJs, the impact right. is there. So I think that's dope. Have you had any type of pushback from men or women being a DJ or saying, hey, I DJ? Like you shouldn't um, do that. You're a woman or anything like that. None, not especially. It's just sometimes when you DJ with the uh, with male around you, so I would be the, the the only one, and I will have like three or four DJs around me. Mm -hmm. Some of them would be like, huh? Um, they would be competing with uh, the music. They would be like, oh, you play that, I'm gonna play that. You know? Oh, okay, so is so that like is it more competition? Under, underestimate us about ah. the music. Because they think that w women play only Beyonce, you know, Alicia Keys, oh, you know, R&B, yeah, R&B stuff, mm -hmm. but I'm more hip hop. So, you know, it's, um, it's the only thing I would say about being a female DJ is just about what you, you what, what you pick into the music. Uh, you know, I, I play uh, hip hop from Detroit and guys yeah. would be like, how come you know hip hop from Detroit? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so rare, you know? 
So I yeah. was hyped when um at the show that we performed and you were spinning just like before we performed. You was like spinning, warming up. And I was like, yo, do you yo, I felt like you were getting me hype, you know what I'm saying, with the music <laughs> and the playlist. Plus, um, we'll get into that a little bit later. Plus, I also be getting hyper for you on Twitch, but we're gonna talk about that later because I definitely want to let the people know where to catch you at. But um, let's finish these questions. Next question I want to say, uh, well, I want to ask you is other female, have you been a mentor to other female DJs? And if not, what advice would you give to any female, any woman that wants to consider becoming a DJ or choosing to be a DJ as her career? What, I, what met some, you have? I met some women coming, you know, uh, at the place where a DJ and they would be like, oh, I want to be a DJ someday. And I'm like, okay, if you want to, if you want a DJ, you have to listen to music all the time mm -hmm. because the ear is important. This is how you mix the music together. And if you don't have the ear, then you won't be able to mix stuff together. Because sometimes mm -hmm. you will be like, oh, I know this song. This is a sample from, you know, mm -hmm. and this is how, you know, you match stuff together. And the, um, I think the, um, the most important thing as being a female DJ is being yourself. You don't have to copy others. You have to be yourself. If you're not yourself, then you don't, you, you won't be, um, as I said uh, earlier, to, uh, unique. Right. You know, if you want to be unique, you have to, you have your style. You have to, uh, you don't have to uh, copy on other DJs, like, you know, the, 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 the mixes together and, you know, yeah, you Just have be to be creative and unique, right? Yeah. Creative. Gotcha. It's important. Yeah. And I'd like to add, that's some great advice for women that's trying to be rappers or rapping as well. Because, um, you know, not to go to the female MC side of things, but we do see a lot of, you know, replicas or on styles or not a lot of uniqueness. So that's good advice all across the board, I would say, like, be yourself. That's powerful. Yeah. I like that. And I agree with you on that one for sure. And also communicate with others because... Mm -hmm. If you're if you DJ for yourself, then you're not seeing uh, other people. So you have to see if people are dancing, if they you know they're happy and stuff. Mm -hmm. Because if you DJ for yourself, it's it, it's not communicating to the to the you crowd, see? right? Exactly. So, right. so for example, like um like in I call it reading the room, where it's like read the room. If you see that the crowd is like not responding to the music. Or if they're not like, you know, participating with me when I'm performing and I'm like, say, throw your hands up and they're not moving, then that's like a cue for me to switch the song to like a different right. song. So it's kind of like the same thing with the DJ, exactly. right? So it's right. like, all right, you look around, you're like, all right, they're they're not responding to this. Let me get them hype and switch it out. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree because I have been to parties where um, both men and women who were DJs at separate times or whatever, did not read the room. I was like, are they DJing in their bedroom? Because what are they playing? You know? And it's like, the crowd is just disconnected from what they're playing. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Reading the room. So yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, so let me ask you, where, um, right now, are you spinning at any clubs? Or if you are, let the people know where you're spinning at in Paris or anywhere. So we can, so yeah. we can catch you. Yeah. Uh, actually, with the COVID, with, with, I'm not DJing, but I used to, yeah, I DJ in a hotel called Le Pigan. Which is I remember uh, next, that it was dope. <laughs> yeah, it's next to Moulin Rouge. Mm -hmm. All right, and I DJ every Thursday. So if you're in Paris soon, when Yay. it's going to be open, you can come. And I also uh, spin at the Mama Shelter. We you have a Mama Shelter in LA. Mm -hmm. 
if you know. And I also uh, DJ at uh, Le Reservoir, which is a big venue for um, comedy shows and concerts. Oh, dope. And I've been for a foundation called Let's Do This. And they organize uh, events for other associ- like other foundation nice. um, to promote them, okay. you know? So it could be sport, it could be uh, people uh, who are sick, it could be, you know, everything. So like yeah. charity events, exactly. events for children. Yeah. Not, I, I do, I, media. <laughs> yes, I was going to say, I do follow her as well. And I yeah. am familiar with Let's Do This. So yes, shout out to Let's Do This organization. They are pretty dope as well. Right. Um, yeah, so um, do you have any shout outs or anything you want to do before we get, because you know I like to go off the topic as well. I wanted people to get familiar with you. Well, before we do shout outs, we're going to save that for the end because we got some more time and some stuff to talk about. What I want you to do is tell the people where you're spinning online. That's what you didn't yeah. do. I'm spinning on Twitch. So now what's I, your Twitch name or where, where can they find you on Twitch? It's Twitch uh, slash DJ Sarah K. So it's T-J-S-R-A-A-K. Nice. Right? And how often do you spin up there? Once a week, okay. you know, it, when I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the motivated. <laughs> well, guys, uh, you know, I was trying to, I'm, I'm excited. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump into it. Once we're done, like, you know, finish today, Sarah's going to do an after party for us right here on She Can Talk. She's going to do a, a mini mix for us. I begged her. She's so gracious and blessed us and said, yes, she will do it. So we're going to get into that a little bit later on, but we're going to continue going on. So we got a nice, nice. I'm so excited about that, Sarah. You don't even understand. We got a nice mix coming from Sarah in a little bit. So stay tuned. Do not go anywhere. But <laughs> I wanted to continue this topic on with you. So now, um. Like I always tell my guests, I always ask you questions so that people can get familiar with you. And um, before I go into my other, you know, topics or whatever, because I don't want anyone to forget your information. One time, Sarah, can you give them where they can find you online, your social media contacts? If anyone wants to book you in the Paris area or once it's, you know, COVID free and safe and can book you outside of, you know, Europe and you want to come on this side, where can they find you? Where can they reach you and get in touch with you? Uh, yeah, you have Instagram. It's the easy easiest uh, way to uh, contact me so dj sarah k uh, as i said and also on twitch i have both of them yeah you can just you know send a message and i will answer you <laughs> dope so once again guys if you're on instagram is dj sarah k and that's dj s-a-r-a-k right, right. and yeah. then it's the same thing on twitch dj s-a-r-a-k very consistent very simple you can't miss it or go wrong right Right. Awesome. So there's a couple of topics I wanted to um, get into because I figure like we're two women in music. So I wanted to just see what things will be good for us to talk about. I like to go with current events as well and kind of mesh the two in. So it's two things that loosely stick out to me that I said I wanted to talk with you about. I'll just get your opinion on. So we talked about it earlier when I reached out to you. It was like talking early in the week. But um, Little Nas X and Nike with this Satan. Look, I'm putting up the air quotes, Satan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How do you feel about that? Do you think like some gimmick, like, okay. Ooh, can you see me? Nope. What happened? My thing went out. Okay, I got it. There we go. Sorry about that. I hit the button on the thing. I'm all excited (laughs) over here. But um, no, I was saying with little Nas X, and um, recently he put out a shoe, which I come to find out it wasn't 
manufactured by Nike, but instead oh. it was 600 pairs of Nike shoes, Nike Air Max, I believe, that another third-party company called um, Mischievous or Mischief. So it was like a, a sneaker design company. Oh, uh, okay. So 600 pairs of sneakers and designed this Satan shoe, or, you know, on a Nike. So Nike said it's copyright infringement, of course, oh. because you took their shoe and revamped it for something that they didn't approve. But, um, you know, a lot of people are saying that, you know, it's just, you know, promotion and publicity from Little Nas X's camp. And then some people are saying that Little Nas X is actually an industry plant. Are you familiar with that, that saying industry plants? Mm, not really. So like, just a quick sidebar, industry plants, and once again, air quotes, they say it's someone that like, say a record label puts in place. So okay. like, say if you ever see an artist and you're just like, this artist is unreal or why are they so outlandish? You know, people be like, this seems like it's an industry plant, something planted there to throw you off or to throw sales off for real artists. Now this is all allegedly. So I'm not going to say like for sure, cause I don't have the facts. This is just things I've heard over the years, but, um, but they say like industry plants, you can kind of tell because mm-hmm. they do crazy outlandish, you know, stuff that, um, the, a normal artist would be persecuted for. Why do I keep on knocking out the damn <laughs> camera? Sorry about that. Okay. And then the whole camera went off. Where are we going? What are we doing? What, what are we doing? Let's do that. Okay. I'm going to unplug this joint. Give me one second. All right. I don't know what's happening with that cord. Sorry about that. So we're just going to keep okay. it like this. I don't know. But um, long story short, um, and sorry guys out there for watching. Like, yeah, I had a little technical difficulties, technical difficulties, but sue me. This is my first so second video. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, what I was saying, like with industry plans, they feel like they're people that um can get away with stuff that the normal artists couldn't get away with. So, you know, like say if certain artists say things, they'll be banned or canceled in this new culture. But then you have little Nas X sliding down a stripper pole to hell. Did you see that video? And then you have him, um, and don't get me wrong, I personally don't have anything against like him being gay or him, you know, being expressing his sexuality. I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with the the satanic stuff. Yeah, you know? Right. Like, so I was just saying, like, as an artist, do you well, as a DJ and also as a person in the industry who loves music, and you and I talk about music on a regular, how do you feel about like his? his devil satanic promotional options do you think that's good to be that like i know how to say the shock factor do you think that's good shock factor or do you think it can be too far i think it's uh more about the buzz you know because people want to talk about what they are mm-hmm. and to be provocative uh is starting something in people that they, they start talking about the this guy so you know you're talking about him and here right. in France we heard about him too mm-hmm. so it's I think it's the thing he wants to he wants us to be aware of so you know? my my thing is this do you think um based on you know what I was I hope I explained no, it correctly no, no. with the industry plant do you think that he's an industry plant that might be just there to do this outlandish stuff and to kind of take away sales from others or do you think he's a true artist nah I'm um, I don't know. It's it's kind of weird because I don't listen to his music, so I can't Me say. <laughs> you know, I Me can't either. say he's a real like good one or a bad mm-hmm. one. It's just that talking about Saturn, I don't think it's a good image for him. You know. Yeah, I agree. It, 
it could he could have done like something else you know i agree and then um do you think like for example um because he's crazy like on social media with like going back and forth with people and to some degree i feel like they don't have respect for like older artists like i know he had something to say about eminem not being a, a great rapper and um you know just things like that so i was just saying to me i feel like when i feel like he's an industry plant that's just my opinion that's not like fact you know that's my opinion and the reason why i feel like that is because it's just several factors in there like he just disrespects people and gets away with it with no problem and then you know even with this nike thing with the sneaker like who takes a sneaker from nike and just revamps it like that and even though nike said they did like a cease and desist everyone's kind of speculating like nothing really major is going to happen to him like there's going to be no penalty and i and i think that's because he has that industry force behind him another thing why i think he's an industry plant is like out the gate he had big budget videos you know and to me i feel like you know i've seen even some about my favorite artists great artists everyone you can kind of see the glow up you can see where their video started out a little budget friendly and now they're like on planes you know but he started out in movie cinematic you know budget big budget movies from out the gate and so i just felt like and you know that's like maybe some signs of an industry plant but the satan thing like i don't i think it's definitely shock factor but i'm like why you know, like, why yeah. would you, why are you doing that? You know? And then, so, and then another thing I wanted to segue into from that, just, you know, like the shock factor or whatever, then we have some artists that shock us and surprise us when we're not even trying to be, or maybe they're not even trying to shock us on purpose or whatever, but have you heard about um, DMX recently? Yeah. yeah. Like, so he had like, um, he's in a coma, right? Um, I, I don't know if it's as of right now, with us speaking as of right now, if he's in a coma, but I know that he had a heart attack and he was oh, okay. on, I don't know if he was on, like he was on a breathing machine or something, but I know he was, maybe he was in a coma. Maybe it was a coma or something for, um, since, since, you know, Friday. Friday? Yeah, yeah. Since Friday. Friday. And so to me, I'm just like, you know, it's shocking to me because not, it's not shocking of him being, you know, having an overdose from drugs because we know he had a drug problem before. But it's shocking to me the, the fact that, you know, it's like a, a, I seen, I felt like he was cleaning up, you know? Yeah. I felt like he was becoming better. And then, like, he did the verses recently and, you know, he talked about, you know, all his stuff. He's been on, like, a campaign recently of, like, saying, telling his story about what he'd been through, his drug abuse. So I was kind of feeling, because he's one of my favorites, you know, coming yeah, from yeah. New York. And so I was kind of feeling hopeful that he was really on this right track, you know. we see it with Whitney Houston. We've seen it, you know, with so many different artists in the past where, right. you know, drugs take him down and it shocks us. Like, how do you feel, like, as a, um, as a woman, as a DJ, as an entertainer, like, how do you feel, like, do you feel like we as performers and entertainers should be more responsible with like how we consume whatever we consume or like, should we keep our audience in mind? Because I've seen like other rappers crying and, you know, really emotional over DMX. I I cried and was emotional over Whitney when she had passed away. And is, you know, do you think that as our, how do you feel like as artists, do you think that we should be more responsible with our intake and and just like, you know, for our fans emotion sake, you know what I'm saying? Like, am I making Um, any sense with that question? Yeah. You know, um, I remember when I was younger, I I wanted to be like my, uh, my idols, 
you know? Mm-hmm. So I would like to be like Whitney. I would like to sing like her. I would like to be everything like her. And, you know, <laughs> you're attached to the people, even if you don't know them. So you have to be responsible for what you're uh, putting out, you're right? Yeah, you're showing some your, your image. So if you tell to the people that, you know, you're, you're, you're taking drugs and everything, it doesn't make sense because you're you're um you're giving music to the people you're giving like like hope and you can't you know and just... then you're taking it away right like right. you give them hope and then you take it away by doing something like overdosing music is medicine you know? you know so you know better than me like as soon as we dj we listen to music we you know we're mm-hmm. just happy and stuff how can you um how can you um I don't know, have like this image of taking drugs and being always drunk and, you know, yeah. yourself, you know, it's kind of weird. So I, actually I don't drink, I don't drugs, I don't do drugs. So I'm not concerned about that. But when I see like DMX, I remember he used to be like uh, addicted to it. And then I remember, I remember also he was like, okay, don't take drugs. It's not good for your health, blah, blah, blah. And then he's going down again. So, you know, it's, it's, I think it's also mental, you know? Yeah. It's kind of hard because you are dealing with family stuff, you are dealing with the the bills, you are dealing with everything. So I think that is plays the, a factor, right? Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. I agree. I agree with everything you said there like cuz I was I saw um a battle rapper crying online because he said that dmx was his favorite rapper Mm -hmm. and he and the reason why i asked you that like how do you feel we should be more responsible as artists and entertainers because we have people that look up to us you know um he made a vow like he was crying like you would have thought he lost his father or something the way this rapper was crying Mm -hmm. on youtube over dmx and he was Mm -hmm. saying um to his fans he said i promise that you know i'm not gonna be like how my idol I'm not going to disappoint you the way my idol disappointed me. And he was talking about, you know, DMX going, you know, relapsing and now overdosing again. So he was mm. making a plea and making a promise to his audience saying that I'm, I promise you guys that I'm not going to disappoint you. I'm not going to, I'm going to be responsible. I'm going to show you, you know, what it's like to make it and come up from, you know, like the mud or the struggle and, and stay sober and stay clean and, and do the right. right thing. And I'm going to do it for y'all. And I, you know, to me, I com- I commend him because his name was K-Shine. I don't, I'm not sure if you're familiar with K-Shine. He's a battle rapper, Smack, URL. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like Colossal and I, we watch a lot of battle raps and stuff. So we're familiar with him. But that caught my attention and it spoke volumes to me because I haven't seen a lot of rappers or entertainers for that matter. Take a um, personal oath, you know, to their fans like that. So granted, right. it's because his idol is in a situation of overdosing. But um, I was saying, I think that we should do more of that. We should, it should be a lot more of us being more, you know, responsible and, and making that note like, hey, look, we're being responsible. So to me, I asked you that question because I know you don't drink, you don't do drugs. So, yeah. you know, I wanted to kind of segue into that, I don't you know, <laughs> that, you know, I think that's, that shows responsibility. No, I'm not going to lie. I will drink every now and then, not alcoholic <laughs> like that or whatever, but you know, some wine, if we, if it's a turn up, we're going to have a drink or two or whatever, but I agree. Like you have to be more responsible. So one thing that I do, and you can ask Colossal cause he's always like, you know, if you're nervous before, you know, right before you get on stage, you like, have a drink, 
hell no, I'm not having a drink is yeah. water or water and lemon. And that's it for me until I get off stage. Then I'll have like, if I feel like if I felt like I did a good show and everything was good, I might have like a drink for a, cel- a you know, like a celebratory yeah. drink. But yeah, um, yeah. that's that's the steps that I take to, you know, be responsible because I don't ever want, you know, my audience to see me, you know, belligerent, staggering or, you know, not yourself. Not myself. And I'm here and they paid to come see me. So, you know, I just wanted to, you know, bring highlight to you as an art, as a DJ who, A, she's in the club, y'all, every, you know, we, well, not through the pandemic, of course, but trust me, <laughs> because even when she was DJing, um, what's the club that's next to Moulin Rouge, the hotel? What's Le Pigalle. Le Pigalle. She's right. also my French tutor. <laughs> I, whatever French I know is because of Sarah straight up. But, um, I, you know, I would like tune in, like you would go live, like while you're DJing the aesthetics right. in that place was so dope. I think it was like a new year's Eve yeah. DJ party you did. And they had like the yeah. girls on the pole dancing <laughs> and it was right. like, so like sophisticated, sexy. I was like, Oh my God, I need to be in Paris right now. <laughs> I need to be there right now. So I live vicariously through your Instagram, when you're DJing and your Twitch. So I want the people to know that. And when the world is open and safe again, I need you to come on over to, to my side. You already sure. know, you I, already know I got plans <laughs> for you to come on over to this side. Right. But um, as a woman, you know what I'm saying, in this industry, do you feel, how is, well, let me just get into it. How is dating as like a female DJ? You know what I'm saying? Dating someone, you mean? Yeah, like for example, like, as a rapper, I'm grateful that Colossal is in the industry with me because he understands, you know, so we don't have that like, you know, and then he doesn't do what I do, but he does videos and production. So he's right here with me. Right. But um, before we got together, I've dated other people before and I've come, of course, like some guys that were intimidating or mm-hmm. intimidated by me. Oh, OK. You know, because um, maybe some of them rap but I rap better. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some of them um, were, you know, trying to be public speakers, you know, just trying to be in some form of entertainment like, like us. Right. And then they felt that I was either a direct threat or competition. Yeah. You know, so, um, we, so the dating didn't work for me. Like I personally had a hard time dating at certain points in, in my life because of the music. So I just wanted to see like, have you had any encounters or any difficulty or is, how is dating for you as a DJ? Do the guys get intimidated because their girl's about to go spin at the club? You know, do guys like, oh, I don't want no guy talking to you. Like, how is it DJ? No, being a DJ? It, it, it's just about communicating, uh, communication, sorry. Um, I used to be like with DJ and we were both DJing and we used to DJ together. So it was nice, nice. you know? So nice. it's just about talking to each other, um, explaining what you you um, you DJ like you're a professional. You're not here for you know dating anyone else, you know. Or right. you know, it's it's just if if you communicate with the, your uh, boyfriend, then mm-hmm. it's fine. I didn't have any problem with that, you know. In oh, even uh, later, if I have like a boyfriend, then I would say uh, I would tell him. How it how it works? And have they been supportive? Like, would your boyfriends come to your sets, to your yeah. shows and parties and stuff? Yeah. That's dope. He would so come. He would be like around me, see if there's like a a, a technical problem or anything. Nice. Support. So you know, it, it's just about yeah, support every, um, each other. You know. Nice, nice. No well, I will tell that. you um, just a random story. I dated a guy 
years ago, years ago, and he's probably gonna be like, I hate that bitch. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, so they invited us out. We were, you know, dating at the time. Look, air quotes, dating at the time because whatever. But um, we were invited to a party. We went to the party and well, actually the guy, the promoter of the party asked me to come and perform, but I was in a group at the time and we would charge people to perform. So I wasn't going to take any outside contracts outside of my group, if that make any sense. Mm -hmm. So I was like, nah, and, and in the group we were, it, was, it just wasn't happening at that time. So we can secure that date. Right. So mm -hmm. he went around the back end and asked my, the guy I was dating at the time to come out and perform. You know, and okay. so the guy was like, um, and he was like, hey, do you think you could bring Gongali with you? Right. Mm -hmm. And so the guy was like, oh, yeah, you know, that's my girl. I'm going to bring her no problem. So unbeknownst to me, they didn't say like, hey, I'm, the guy really wants you to perform. He even asked me to have you, you know, if you can come perform. None of that was was communicated to me. So I got there. And I'm like, okay, it's a party. You know, everybody's coming up to be Gongali. So the, the actual promoter got on the mic and was like, Gongali is here to perform. And like introduced me like it was a performance. And I was like, no, because, you know, I had, it's, it's almost like, you know, you had like a loyalty to your, your group or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I can't do this without them. Like, I didn't book this. I'm not booking something without them. I'm not performing without them. What are you doing you know mm -hmm. so the dude took it as an opportunity to be like well i rap i'm gonna you know <coughs> and perform and i think Sorry. it's just a comp no you're fine i think it's just a co competitor in me he performed like a set of you know freestyle or whatever and then the crowd just was gongly gongly you know like when are you gonna get up there and i'm like oh my god so i went up there and like killed it you know and then he he got upset with me because he said that I did something to the mic because the mic sounded clearer for me than it did oh. for him. I said, I'm not the sound guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then news to say, I think that night was probably our last <laughs> night we dated because I said, to him, uh, I didn't even want to be here in the first place, you know, and you, I felt like, you know, you were trying to get over on me, you know? So that was like, and that was probably over like 15, you know, years ago, it was a long time ago, like when mm -hmm. I was in the group, but at the same time, like that was one of the, the memories that stick out to me of like people, you know, you're dating and having complications and, you know, difficulty with me yeah. as an artist, but I'm happy to hear that you haven't had that. Maybe, you know, Paris men are different. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I could see that being, might be a factor because the guys out there are really nice. Colossal acts like he should be from Paris, honestly, because he's really <laughs> nice, like, you know, like all of them yeah, out I know there. Really nice. yeah, he's, yeah. he's a really cool guy. But um, anyone you wanted to shout out? Any shout outs you wanted to give? Yeah, so I want to shout out uh, to the people from Le Pigal that I miss a lot. I would hey. like to go back, DJ and stuff, you know. This is like a family to me. So shout out to everyone and also to Nadia, my friend. She's doing like great stuff. All Let's the time. do this. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm -hmm. And everyone who's supporting me, who's, who comes every time to my parties. So to my to my friend, they know who they are. CM, Sabrina, Wasila, you know, everyone. Hey. Uh, Sarah, you know, everyone comes at my party. So Thank you. Bala also is my friend. He comes all the time. Uh, Xavier, Noemi, everyone. So thank you again. 
I appreciate yeah, that's it. That's so dope. So shout out to all of, I call it the, the, I call them the Parisian crew. You know that. So shout out to I, the Parisian crew, you know, cause I love the, it's like your family's my family and vice versa. My family's right. your family. And once the world's open like, safe again, I hope to um, really come over there and, and really hang out and check, you know, check you out. So um, that's really it. Like you're so like, so sweet. And like your energy is so positive, Sarah. I love it. I love it. Thank but you. now I want them to, um, See that other beast in you, the turntable right. in. I gotta get, I gotta, we gotta get that mixing going on, you know. So really and truly, like Sarah is me and Sarah, we're we're homegirls, so we talk for hours about everything, you know. Yeah. Some of those things we won't put up here, like we won't put some of those yeah. up here. But uh, Sarah really talks with her hands, y'all. Like if you if you didn't know, <laughs> that's why she's called DJ Sarah K because she really talks with her hands. So I don't. Without further ado, I want to like stop this right here and kind of do a little quick pause. But I want to you know get into the into the turntable. Actually, well, I'm not even gonna stop it. I'm gonna stay here. If you need to do whatever you need to do to switch screens, I'm gonna stay here and I'm gonna talk to the crowd for a little bit while you set up and we get the you know because I want them to hear what you do. Is that yeah, cool? Sure. All yeah, right, sounds good to me. So in All the right. meantime, while you go ahead and do that, if you want to like switch cameras off, whatever you want to do, I'm here. You don't got to worry about it and just come back in however you want to set it. Unless you're already ready to go. Okay, so what if I put my um my phone, you know? Like how we how we did it the last time? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna connect, I'm gonna disconnect from here so okay. you can talk to people and then I'm gonna connect my phone. Okay. Hey, fine? that sounds that'll be All right. that'll, that'll work perfectly. I have some time to talk to the crowd, let them know some things, and then you can come back in. I'm here for you. Yeah. All righty. Okay. You're gonna see Sarah Kane in a little minute. Next time you see her, she's gonna be in front of her turntables because there's no more talking with the mouths. She can talk with her hands <laughs> and she's about to do that now right here on she can talk the podcast for y'all thank you so much for sarah for being a guest today even thank though you're you. about to get busy with this djing i just want you know say thank you for taking time out to share sure. you know and to like yeah. have that you know woman to woman talk and also like let the people know what you do so now we you know we we talked and let you know what she do now she's going to show you what she do all right so you yeah. go ahead sarah and i'm gonna be here talking to the people when all, right. Back. You all right see you in a little bit while Sarah is doing that, I'm going to talk with y'all here really quickly. Just so y'all know, this, every Wednesday, a new episode drops on She Can Talk. All right. That's going to be on YouTube on She Can Talk. So it's youtube.com forward slash She Can Talk. Or you can go over to Podbeam, audible.com, um, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Tidal, Spotify, wherever podcasts are streaming. You can go there. You will find She Can Talk the audio. YouTube is going to be the whole video. So if you're on YouTube right now, hi, peace. You're over here with Gongali, a.k.a. Colleen, as She Can Talk. But um, without further ado, I'm just really waiting for my homegirl, DJ Sarah Kay, which is my guest for the evening. She's currently setting up the sound because she's about to do a little after a mini mix, like an after party mini mix. So we're going to say after interview mini mix. So we're going to do that and say that for y'all. In the meantime, I want to give you my information. I want to shout out to DJ Spaceship as well and DJ Tone Capone out here in the Tampa Bay area on 88.5 FM. They have been playing and so and showing love to your girl, the Lemon Pepper Freestyle I dropped. Um, shout out to Drake because the beat is so heartfelt. It made me um go there. And I really just put up like a snippet freestyle on my Instagram IG. And it's been in rotation ever since on 88.5 FM out here in the Tampa Bay, Waves of the Bay. So salute 
to DJ Spaceship, to Tone Capone for the love out there. Salute to um, General 2020 for the love out there. Shout out to all the DJs. Um, shout out to Crazy DJ Bizarro. You already know Hollywood Baz. You know what I'm saying? He'll be back out here soon. Salute to all the DJs. Respect to the DJs, y'all, for real. And um, yeah, so I just want to kind of keep keep it going for y'all. Let y'all know that I've been here, been doing it. I ain't even going to lie. Um, After I get off of here today, I'm going out into the yard. We're going to be doing a little grilling, a little chilling, because that's what we want to do today on this um, afternoon. It's beautiful. I don't know if you can see that sun coming in that window on that side over there. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little, I have my other camera, but it was crazy, but it's a little blinding over there, but it's hot. It's beautiful outside. So that's what that is for. And I'm grateful. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying the guests that I'm having on here. You know, we had Michelle, which is the beauty strategist out of New York for my episode season one. You know, we got here on season on episode three. Why keep on saying season on episode three? We got DJ Sarah Kay. I hope you liked my episode last week, which was just audio. And it was about um, Aretha Franklin and Tina Turner. You know, I try to still give you some TV reviews in there. I try to save the video for my guests so you can see them. We can see us. We can kind of be an element. I might do a little bit more videos with me, you know, if, if there is no guest and I'm still talking. But I figure, like, why? Because, you know, but you might see me or whatever. Um, in the meantime, yeah, it's been a crazy week here for me. I can't even lie. I'm, I, um, Oh, I have to shout out to The Lash Studio out here in uh, the hills. Shout out. I don't know if you see me. I don't know if you see me. I don't know if you see me. Let me, let me, let me fix that eye. Three cuts in the eyebrow trying to while out. Do you see me? 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 I don't really do like a lot of makeup and stuff, you know, but I'm not really a lash technician. So... I went and got my lashes done and I'm very proud of them. You know, I really like them. They look really good. I like what I like about these. These are professional. They weren't like, uh, and I'm not going to say, let me take that back. I'm not going to say that the other people I've been to weren't professionals, but these aren't like the clumpy pieces or whatever. It's like individual lashes. It was, I talked to the dad, so it took way longer, but shout out. You know what I'm saying? To the last studio. I'm actually going to have one of the last technicians up here in the next couple of weeks to talk about her. She had, you know, an awesome, interesting story. Shout out to M. Dot out there. And um, yeah, we're going to get up here and we're going to, you know, talk it up, talk it out. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm just waiting for Sarah Kay to get that stuff up and going so we can get that mini mix popping. In the meantime, um, Easter, what did you guys cook? Huh? What did you cook? Leave it in the comment. Leave it in a, in a post. You can DM me. You know how it is. Clean Eat Wings. You can go over to there, Clean Eat Wings, and you can tell me what you post. You know, you can tag me in, a, in foodies. And that's another thing that I've been doing lately. I'm being more intentional with my promotion. So it's going to be separated. So if it's anything for Doe Records related, it will be only on Doe Records page. But I may tag, you know, other pages. So that way, if you're coming from another page, you can kind of come over there. But um, food will only go on Clean Eat Wing page. Music only goes on Gongoli MC page. And podcast info only goes on the She Can Talk page. The reason why I'm doing that is I'm being more intentional with um, my promotion and my branding. Even though it's one umbrella, the umbrella's Doe Records, you know, I do wear multiple hats. And, I, and sometimes I, I feel like I bleed one 
one skill set into the other or one product into another, you know, and might misconstrue or confuse branding. So I don't want to do that. So I'm being intentional with my promotions and intentional with um, my communications on social media, the way I'm set up. So if you have food related issues, or if you have food related suggestions, if you want to send me some sources, shout out to fireman out of the Bronx. Cause I still even use those sources yet, but I'm did buy some oxtail. So all fruits, right. I'm going to cook up some oxtail. I'm putting out the sauce then. And then, you know, I got that garlic batty sauce that I'm going to go ahead and do. I think I'm going to do like a spicy garlic Parmesan wing with that one, but, um, I'm still working out those sources yet. So you ain't seen no posts yet, but shout out to Fireman for sending me my new batch of sauces. Hey, I also got some Polynesian sauce from Chick-fil-A, like, you know, you know, industrial size. Not, but I got, I tried out their, I really like their roasted garlic um, barbecue sauce that I use from Chick-fil-A on my wings. Like, yo, if air fry wings, you throw that Chick-fil-A, barbecue sauce on it and it's so crazy because the packaging does not say what it is you have to taste it to be like okay yeah this is it but um it says sauce chick-fil-a sauce but when you taste it it's like a roasted garlic i don't know barbecue sauce no it's not garlic it's like a roasted honey barbecue so it's banging you throw that on a wing it's like jesus then um they got the polynesian sauce which you know we would eat with the their nuggets and their tenders from the store. But I said, you know, I'm a wing girl. So I'm always trying to try different sauces on my wings. So I got the Polynesian to do some Polynesian sesame wings. So those are the two recipes I am attempting to plate for clean eat wings in the next couple of days here. So you should see that soon. And um, I think it sounds like it would taste good. We'll see. I really haven't made a creation or or a mixture that did not taste good, to be honest with you. I mean, I think they all taste really good. But um, to be able to create them and then to show some love to, you know, the sauce makers, I like that. Like what I did recently. Oh, so recently I did some barbecue wings. Well, excuse me, buffalo wings. But I mixed the Capital City hot and spicy or sweet spicy mambo sauce with truff hot sauce and truff is like truffle and truffled infused barbecue sauce or hot sauce or different types of sauces so i mixed a little bit of the two it was like jesus <laughs> so i always say that um yeah so in case you're just tuning in or you're like what's going on i'm waiting for dj sarah k she's setting up you know she's in france and i'm in tampa florida so it is a little time difference there and i'm i I'm so honored and happy that she's here with us. Yay. I see her coming in now. She's connecting to the audio. So really what I was just doing was just waiting for Sarah to get everything set up so she can do her mix. She's going to do a mini mix because um, I interviewed her. She was able to tell you who she is, where she's from, but what better way to really get to know Sarah than to see her in her element. And that's behind the turntables. And I'm so excited. So just be patient a little bit more guys. Um, she is coming in. I do see her coming back up on the live here. So once she's back in, I'm hearing a little click, click. I'm hearing, I'm hearing us. So once she's in, we're going to get that mix popping. Okay guys. And I'm um, Sarah, if you can hear me whenever you are ready, let me know. Cause we, we out here, but um. Yeah, in the meantime, I'm going to continue talking to, to the folks because she can talk. Hey, I see Sarah. Hello, I'm here. <laughs> Yay. I'm going to plug now and start the 
teaching. Is Not it time for you? Yes. Yeah, so let me just give a little introduction real quick. We got DJ Sarah K on the ones and twos about to give you a little mini mix for she can talk because she can talk with her hands and she about to do that for you right now. Sarah K, let's go. Yeah. See you. Hold on a second. <laughs> She can talk to podcasts. This is how we do it up here, y'all. Look at it. Not, see the turntable? In the element. Sarah Kay's in the element. Let's go. Surfing. What do you think about? Here we go. Here we go, y'all. Ain't nobody like you. Yeah. What can we do? What can we do? Do I want you by my lonesome above this space? It's easy and wholesome with no one's in the way. Well, if no one's in the running for the park, I'd love to pick a day to show you the main road. I don't need a bouquet. I just the space, only three blocks away. I got hours for days. I got tropical haze. But we're heading way by. Let me go with your coat. Grab a hold of my arm. Tell them niggas to move. Tell your sister you fine. Cause baby, this room. Just enough for two. Ain't nobody but you. Yeah. What can we do? As crazy as it may seem, it's not too hard to me. It's too many ifs and maybes, and not enough certainty. Well, if no one's putting numbers on the board, I'd love to take a swing. So I'd even graze you. But that don't mean any harm. I'm speaking my mind. Take a look at them moves. I just try your eyes. We got plenty of space. Go ahead and recline. Take a puff of that. Get a sip of this wine. Yeah. Because, okay. baby, this room. Just enough for two Drag the floor, tell Peter P the exoticness. I see you rappers energy funny, that's politics. 
I love them all, bitches, wall to wall like a hieroglyph. Summer bodies take off spring. I tell a swallow again. Don't be a lost flame, come live out your dreams. Got Sarah K on the one and twos, y'all. Live from Paris. She can talk the podcast. Colleen, aka Gangali. Let's go. Talk podcast and shout out to everybody out here in Tampa Bay, the Bronx, New York, Ireland, England, Jamaica. Keep it locked in two day, y'all. Hey, Thank you. 
Crawling on the big ditches up in the big scrollers. I know a lot of y'all got a lot of type of problems, but your problems ain't mine, so I guess I can't ignore it. Hold me your glasses, sit with dads on a regular. If it don't concern you, etc., etc. It only gets better with time. Yeah, I got that. You fell and cracked your head, girl, you bumped that. Well, I got love for your type of attitude. The hustle will stop, gotta do what I gotta do. Ooh, you, bro, I ain't with that. I'm she got them hands talking, y'all. She can talk DJ Sarah K. All the way from Paris, France. Uh. Top like a toupee, get money, get a paper like a loose leg. Like top with the stars, it's a new ray. Going up in the club on a Tuesday, like a bitch on the blade, it's a Tuesday. Five K, that's a beef, it's a man. Know I'm flipping old school like a two-way. Got a car to the G, she a groupie. You see the hottest little bitch that I ever seen. Cars get a range, they such a nice vibe i love it yo that was dj sarah k the mix so i was over here rocking i turned it to your host i started like hosting it out for you i don't know if she can speak right now because i think she has the yeah, yeah, oh you now. can hear me okay perfect yeah, so yeah, yeah. i don't know if you heard me but i'm gonna say it again i was over here rocking with you and i turned it to your host i'm like dj sarah k on a was it too so 
Hopefully it'll come out in the um in the Thank end you. product. Yeah, it was dope. Thank you. Thank you for the mix. Thank you for being my guest today. That was so dope. I, I was, was over stressed. here rocking. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I was stressed. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> no, no, no. You did perfect. This was great. This was fun. And I hope you had fun today. Did you have fun with yes, us? Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Thank, no, thank you for having, thank for coming over here and being with us and taking time out of your evening. Cause I know there's a, a difference in time, a difference in just what we got to do to set this up. And so thank you. Cause I appreciate it. So once again, <laughs> y'all, this is my, this week's guest, DJ Sarah K. You can find her on Twitch at DJ Sarah K and you can find her on Instagram also at DJ Sarah K and that's spelled DJ S A R A K K is in right. King, but we're Queens. A. <laughs> so um yes and she can talk she also spoke with us today told us some insight but she talked with those hands did you see that at the end did y'all see that mix did y'all hear it oh man that was dope it was dope it got me hyped so once again we about to um i'm about to end it right here and you know get it you know get a little get everybody a little bit of time back in their day but before we do so i want to say my motto if you like it tell a friend if you don't like it tell a friend it don't matter. Right. It don't hurt either way, right? This is my guest, DJ Sarah K. Check her out. Twitch at least once a week, right? You said at least once a week, you're DJing. Yeah, yeah. And she sends out notifications. So what I would suggest you do, like I do, is go on Twitch and follow her. So when you do, whenever she goes live, it will, you will get an instant notification. You can just hop in the chat, enjoy the show. You'll see me in there because nine times out of the 10, I'll be in there. And, you know, you just come rock out with us and um, enjoy. Um, anything else you want to say, Sarah, before we go? Thank you for having me. It was You're nice welcome. You're welcome. Time. And she'll be back, guys, because I want to see if Sarah will be, you know, willing to come back and do a mix. Like, I want to do like a party show. You know, we're going to plan it out. So we'll definitely plan it out. But I want to have us like a little party. Maybe have like a couple more guests on the Zoom with us. You play the music. We rock out and we have like a girl forum, a girls chat. So if you're interested, we'll talk about that offline. But I was thinking as you was mixing, I was like, yo, I want to throw like a she can talk party now. Like Sarah got me yeah. hyped. So if you you're know, down, tempo, you know, it was like, it's a Sunday. It's chilly. Yeah. Nice so vibe it was perfect the, the, the sun is out it was a nice vibe over here i'm over here rocking you'll see it like once the video goes up you'll see i'm over here i was still a few times like wait a minute okay let me sit back down <laughs> so yes so um anyone tuning in every week she can talk i'm trying to bring you new guests i'm trying to bring you new content i'm trying to empower women because that's what empowered women do empowered women empower women okay tell a friend uh, you know my motto, spread the word. If you're looking for me, it's doerecords.com. It's Gongali MC. That's G-A-N-G-A-L-E-E, two E's, MC, or Clean Eat Wings, okay? All on Instagram. I'm still taking submissions for the Grow House mixtapes. So you can go over to doerecords.com and submit, or you can go over to the Instagram, doe underscore records, and submit your music, up and coming artists, whoever, you know, vintage artists, whoever. Come over there and some, you know, show some love. We out here for y'all. And until next week, she can talk. Y'all love each other because you can't love me and you can't love Sarah if you don't love yourself. Okay. So love yourself <laughs> right. first. Give yourself a big hug. Look in that mirror and say, you are great. You are beautiful. And get your week going. All right. Y'all have a good one. Until next time, I'm Colleen, your host. She can talk. Peace. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>